This is Brad Levin from Comics, Beer, and Sci-Fi at our beautiful downtown Birmingham studio at Able Ideas for our podcast for this week. We're sitting here and we have uh, Nick's going to join us. How's it going over there? Hey, how you doing, Brad? This is Nick, big Star Wars fan and a big Doctor Strange fan, too. I'm glad to be here in beautiful downtown Birmingham, and I'm glad that uh, it's a nice day out and it's not too bad out. Um, Take it away. And we got Denver over there on the controls. Hey, everybody. I just wanted to let you know that uh, uh, we also have Mark Myers is here and Q. Hey, how's it going? Hey, how you doing? Excellent. So today we're also drinking our... uh, Oh, it's Space Rock Beer from Shorts Brewery. It's our tribute to David Bowie. That's right. And I uh, I picked it out because the label reads, American Pale Ale Hopped with some tasty little nuggets of alien technology. Oh. So I figured... Alien, sci-fi, it all kind of ties together there. They got this beer from Roswell. That's right. But Shorts is a a, a very well-known local Michigan brewery, so I know the last couple of episodes we were drinking all kinds of different stuff, so I figured bring it back to Michigan, make it local. Oh, yeah, got to make it local. Yeah, you know, I agree. It's just, uh, I like it. You know, we'll talk about that later on in the day. So, Brad? Well, Denver, what's on the tap today? Okay, well, there's a lot of news, uh, but first, let's talk about uh, what we were originally going to do, which was a look forward at all the great TV shows coming up in 2016. I actually kind of compiled a pretty impressive list of uh, potentially great new shows, but unfortunately, because... We lost both David Bowie and Alan Rickman this week. I figured we could uh, spend the second half of the episode talking about talking about those guys and uh, looking back at their legacy. Well, you know, I just it, it was sad news. I didn't know, you know, I woke up and David Bowie was gone, and then a few days later, Alan Rickman. But um, yeah, quite the one-two punch. punch. But before we do that, let's. Uh, Let's recap all the news that's happened in the last couple of weeks. Um, We always talk about Star Wars, and I believe it was last episode we talked about the four different theories about who Rey is. Well, there's actually another new theory, which I think it's a little bit far-fetched, but it's basically that... Okay, stay with me. It's a little convoluted. Is this the Pelagus one? I thought Um, we were going to talk about... uh George Lucas dumbass comments again, but okay, <laughs> no, sorry. Br- no, Brad, no, we're not talking about that. Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren is actually not Han and Leia's biological son. That they adopted him because he's Luke Skywalker's son. Don't ask me why that theory's floating out there. That's got to be the dumbest thing <laughs> I've ever put. First of all, Han Solo is not the type of guy to die. Well, he will for Luke, but that's like his brother. But he would not die for it. Really? That's that's what I read. That's what I read. There was some, you know, some rationalization and some theories about that. Um I didn't really look too much into it just because I thought, eh, you know. That's pretty fun. 
that's pretty far-fetched. Mark, what do you think? That's the first time I'm hearing of this, and I think it's ridiculous. Nick, what do you think? Uh, well, being a Star Wars fan that I am, and uh, I believe this is complete garbage. Thanks, Nick. Thanks. Appreciate it. Now, there's two new theories out there. Uh, I actually posted a picture on our Facebook page, which did a side-by-side comparison of Snoke with Anakin as Vader when Luke took his helmet off in Return of the Jedi. The scarring on the head is in almost identical positions. They, they both have that kind of pale, blue, deathly uh, quality. So the theory, I guess, is that Darth Vader was somehow resurrected from the dead or maybe that he somehow learned Plagueis' ability to, you know, So is that why death? I seen on uh, Facebook the other day, somebody posted something about Darth Vader might end up back in the sequel? No, actually, I'm hearing Rogue One. Rogue One, that's the same thing that I've heard. Okay, yeah. That's what I heard. Because that there was rumors be... that Hayden Christensen was suiting up and training as Darth Vader, and people thought, oh, is he going to be in you know, episode seven. Right. And all along, I was like, I doubt that. That's got to be more of a Rogue One thing. And so it looks like we're getting confirmation because James Earl Jones is confirmed to be doing the voice. So it's really a question. So they're bringing back the voice, huh? Well, are they going to be bringing back uh, Hayden Christensen, like, without his mask on? Like, that's showing him while he's, like, meditating in that chamber. That's a good question. You know, they show his actual face. Because if... If they're not going to do that, why bring him back? They could get any guy in a suit that kind of matches those physical proportions. Yeah, John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> he he ate anybody. Anakin Skywalker. Anybody but John Cena. He, he's been on a roll this year. I got to give him credit for that. Okay, so then the other Snoke theory is that, and this one I had to laugh, could Snoke be Grand Marf Tarkin? <laughs> just, because, is it possible, just because they're using the word ancient religion isn't it possible that he could have gotten off of the death star went into hiding because they say who could be the ruler of this new first order it would have to be somebody with some past experience and connection military knowledge yes and someone who knows vader mm-hmm. so therefore he can manipulate kylo ren and He's feed him that Tar- tarkin info. had was forced had the force no no because no, if you look at the have. movie it, you know that's just a hologram well they say he didn't have the force either so um, snoke has snoke yeah snoke showed no force Ability and they said he didn't have to, yeah, but it was a hologram, away. he couldn't do anything from like how many, yeah. You know, but they were saying, well, I'm just saying, just away. simply based on what we saw in The Force Awakens, we saw no, no, no evidence. I that think that's yet that. to be revealed, right? Oh, yeah, they're obviously saving. I it, bet you so. he's only like six inches tall, <laughs> right? Well, he's like Maz, you know, just a little stubby little thing. He's, he's like that thing inside that comes out looking like, like Yoda's like twin brothers, he's like that, exactly. <laughs> 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 Why were you that tall? Okay, calm down, Brad. He, he could be Yoda's brother. That's another speculation. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, the ears, the ears. He doesn't have the half brother. Half right. brother. You know, Yoda's mama got around. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nick, I heard you had a theory or a, a wish is more like it that you wanted uh, in the next movie. You wanted to see Princess Leia or General Organa. 
using the force power in some way. Uh, can you go into a little bit more in depth about that, what you think? Well, being a Star Wars fan, um, I think that Leia should, should become a Jedi in the next movie and use the force powers. Um, but, uh, Mark, what do you think? I think the bitch should die in the next movie. <laughs> I'm all with that one. I'm all with that one. She sent Han to his death. Bring back my son. And I, and I need a Winston. Yeah. <laughs> she looked like Ooh, she... Mild. Mark, you were not a fan of uh, her performance in that movie, she, were you? She looked like she needed a smoke. Well, well I thought she did fine. Uh, I... I, I I would hope that she doesn't kick the bucket. They need as much original characters in this movie as possible just to piss George Lucas off anymore. Being the world's biggest Star Wars fan, I think she needs to live and, and pass on the legacy of the Skywalker family. Hey. All right, to, to wrap up our Star Wars talk here, uh, just two more quick items. Uh, Star Wars has topped Avatar as the all-time U.S. moneymaker. Still hasn't quite well, we got the that. global record. And then uh, then there was also the the big Ray controversy because she was not included in the Monopoly, the new Force Awakens Monopoly. I heard about And Ray was not I mean the, the, the main character was not in the game. Now they are reissuing a new version with Ray and the second wave of Star Wars toys have all come out and they're all Ray centric. Well, I, I think when the movie first, before it even came out, we knew a lot about it. Who always had the lightsaber? It was Finn. Finn always had the lightsaber. Ray never had the lightsaber. When I think they were trying yeah. to confuse Fuse people everybody. to throw so, them off the track that Ray was another J.J. Uh, Abramsism. You know, so misleading people. In any Star Wars, we always know whoever has the lightsaber is the main character. So these games were probably made way before. The movie even came out and we found out well, yeah, the, was the, the Monopoly game came out back when they first released. Remember when they did Star Wars Day when they first released See, so all those go. toys? So, and that was a couple of months ahead of time. Right. So then you get mad at the company for releasing the toys that you bought. And then all of a sudden now we know Ray is the main character. Although so you're upset. Although there was a scarcity of Ray even that first day. Because I remember I pulled the figure down off the rack and it was the only Ray figure that was in the store. I went opening night at midnight, right. and I set it down just for a quick second to pick up another character, uh -huh. and in the time that I set it down, somebody came in and snatched it right out a from underneath me. Agent. Yep. Mm -hmm. Now, luckily, I found an, another, another Ray, so, I mean, it all is well that ends well. I think but. it's because historically female figures don't sell as much as the male figures. Well, that's what they claim, but is it really that they just don't make as many? They don't make and that's, as many. Is that why they, they don't, don't sell, it. you know? Well, that's a whole other topic for a whole other time. You Because they figure they have more male, uh, you know, customers than they have female. And so they, yeah. they, the males are going to buy the male action figures. Well, but figures. I think a lot of, no, a lot of girls and a lot of ladies. But little boys, little boys are going to want the male action figures. Yeah. Because so, they're going to think mean, the female is going to be Barbie-ish. That's true, too. I get that. All right. Well, let's talk about some trailers. We had a bunch of new trailers come out. Ooh, trailers. Uh, that's right, Brad. Uh, the most <laughs> recent trailer was um, for the Cloverfield sequel, which I didn't even know was coming out uh I, I thought it looked great what did you guys think 
I Nick? Thought, <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> being the world's biggest Star Wars fan, um, I wasn't a big fan of Cloverfield. Uh, I just thought the the shaky handheld camera of the the whole you know found footage thing. I'm just not a big fan of it. Mark, what do you think? Hey. Well, you know. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of the shaky cam found footage movie either, but this movie looks like a totally different type of movie, and it just looks like... Yeah, uh, stylistically, stylistically totally different from the first one. Yeah, yes, and it actually actually has um, some well-known actors in it. Great cast, great cast. Yeah. Well, when you see the first movie, you go, what the fuck is with this shaky camera thing, and you're just going all over the place, and then you're just running around, and it's, oh, die already! Hey, calm down there, Brad. <laughs> Okay, Brad. Um, I liked the first Cloverfield. Oh, I liked it a lot too. I liked it a lot because it was the first. Well, I'm not going to say it was the first. What was better than that Godzilla movie that they made with uh, Uh, Roland Emmerich? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait. We talking about Matthew Broderick? Yeah, yeah the okay, Roland okay, Emmerich. Yeah, 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 Cloverfield yeah. was a better movie, movie than, than Godzilla. That, yeah, okay. Nineteen. Yes. It was an eighty ninety eight. But um, I liked it because at the time. With the whole camera, that was relatively it was new. new. It, it was new. It had out. never yeah. really been done. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like groundbreaking at the time. And then you had all these other movies come out. Yeah, Blair room. Witch kind of established, established that. It. And then and then mainstream Paranormal yeah. Activity, yeah, and then yeah, but all know, these exorcists. So that was ones. really the first kind of killed it sci-fi yeah. handheld movie. movie really, thing. so it was kind of really good. And I, to this day, I still watch Cloverfield. But I knew there was a sequel. I knew there was a sequel. I didn't know it was going to be 800 years from now. This was just, like I said, J.J. Abrams likes to pull these little uh, surprises on people. Which is and, why uh, I'm going to go have to have a few words with him. <laughs> Another uh, Q's tip. Yeah, there we go. On J.J. Abrams. He's a show. He's a showsman. showman you yes, know? he is definitely a showman. And what I liked about this movie was that it wasn't. it didn't look just like a retread or a rehash yeah. of the last one. It looks like it's different set of characters, different circumstances. It's just kind of in the Cloverfield world as opposed to being a direct sequel. And the right. footage we saw in the trailer could be just the first half hour of the movie. That's could true. Be. That's yeah. true. Could be. I because mean, they're probably not showing us a lot of stuff. Well, I did but, read that. Uh, uh, what is it, Mary Elizabeth? Uh, Elizabeth uh, Winstead. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. She mm-hmm. said that. That's how the movie essentially opens. She wakes up. She's chained up in the basement or this bomb shelter, and she doesn't know how she got there, what's going on. Uh, so I think that scene has so, got to be, like you said, very early I'm on. Thinking, it could be a serial killer or something like well, that, no, and I'm, then all of a sudden this comes down and gives these people a fighting chance to escape. I mean, that's just well, a, I, a theory. I'm thinking... It's, no, it's, it's John Goodman. He, he's right, too lovable. He's, yeah, he's I think he's trying to protect anybody. them to keep them from going Come outside. You've seen the, Barton Fink, didn't you? Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> well, I don't know. You've but, seen Big Lebowski, didn't you? That's true. He that's can true. be a psychopath. I still, I still like him though. I but he's still like just, him. he's just a great actor. But yes. he's a big, I think cuddly teddy bear. This Cloverfield is not going to be like you said a direct sequel. I think it's actually going to be in the during the time of the first Cloverfield. Because if you remember at the end of Cloverfield, they nuked New York. So you can't unless you're going to do a whole nuclear fallout type of deal which is a whole nother aspect you're i don't see you doing a direct well here's an idea what if that monster in cloverfield wasn't the only one 
He had those little pod monsters, they weren't they? They're the things that, that came yeah. out of them. Yeah. So, so what, what if, happens if they didn't? They get some die. got ex- some escape, some got out. That's true. You know, they, well, you know how these movies go. The United States always try to quarantine everything, and then something always escapes, and then that never works movie, out. Never works out. Then we just <laughs> nuke everything. Okay, and, so you know, so ten Cloverfield Lane. We want it. We definitely want to see. Oh, them, definitely. Right? Oh, I'm, I'm definitely, definitely there the first it. night. Okay, so then the other big movie trailer, at least that came out, was Conjuring Two. What do you guys think of? that um that looks interesting uh nick i know you're a big paranormal guy i know you loved the original conjuring just as much as i did what is your uh being the world's biggest conjuring fan i i'm really excited to see the sequel uh the trailer guy had me on the edge of my seat and i'm just really excited to see it hey what did you think mark um i'm the same thing here nick well i'm just glad they got the original director they got the two main cast members portraying the the Warrens, correct? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, uh, but this time it's what over in England, I believe. Yes, yes, and then that's what that's kind of refreshing right there because it's not in the same part of the United States, yeah. you know. The yeah. mid, mid, you know, New Q, England. Were you a big fan of the original Conjuring? Uh, not really, but I I've always heard good things about it. I really never. It, did you so see it? Just, so no, wait, are you uh, are you a fan of horror at all? I like horror movies. Just some, The Conjuring is probably the best movie, best horror movie in a long in the time. last uh, 10, Four. 15 years. Okay, then now I'm going to have to see it because I can't remember I the last good one after that. My whole since that. horror movie. Well, because it wasn't thing. it wasn't you know one of these gory you know it was kind a throwback. of yes okay very old fashioned kind of a haunted house, house with a twist. Deal. Okay, because I'm like you know. That was a slasher era, so slasher movies was my deal, but now they're trying to... To me, horror is one of them genres where it's kind of been done. Like, well, see, I wasn't, a big, kind of been I wasn't a big fan of that whole torture... Porn. Porn. Eli series. Roth. I saw that one. Like, saw, hostel, I've never saw seen a song. Those. I've never seen a song. So that's what I liked about Conjuring, is that it kind of brought it back to the old school style of horror. Yeah, oh, yeah. It was stuff. sort of part exorcist. More uh, creepy, more atmospheric... Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we had some TV trailers. Um, well, at least one main Daredevil, one. yay! Daredevil, yes. Now, there wasn't really any it. footage from the show. It was more of a teaser. But what did you guys think of that? Well, i seen the first one. Um, I just can say I'm looking forward to the next one. Wait, Brad, wait, wait. I thought you didn't have netflix weren't you complaining no no that was nick who doesn't have oh, netflix. Okay, i okay. have netflix jessica yeah, so jones big cartoon guy big cartoon so okay, i can't great. comment on this trailer at all okay <laughs> well thanks anyway nick um no me personally even they even though they didn't show the punisher or electra uh i've seen some stills and they both they look both great look amazing so yeah it's gonna be awesome i guess uh, what we were talking about earlier is kingpin will he return Sorry. Well, long as Jennifer Garner isn't playing Electra, I think well, this you don't is going to be fantastic. It. We don't want to overload it with too many characters. So I could see, like, you know, uh, well, uh, the not? Kingpin showing up maybe for a, just a, a little maybe bit. Maybe he's like the Hannibal Lecter. Uh, yeah. Matt Murdock goes to him for advice in the prison of how what to take down Bullseye? the Punisher. Is he going to be season three, or do you think he's going to? I think they're going to tease him. I heard they're going to kind of introduce them in this season i don't know for sure but did you hear that they're supposed to be going to be releasing Dare, daredevil like the same week as batman versus superman yes. <laughs> yeah i heard that i heard that. actually the day before the i day think before yeah the well, same weekend yeah, you, I guess. Can, you can keep it whatever but a lot um, of nerds are like like 
are freaking out because they're like, well, what are we going to do? What did we see first? Oh, you know, it's like you could pretty you're much, not, you know, on Thursday a, night. Watch. That's not a, that's not a, that's not a. Well, debate. wait, wait, Q, Q, this is kind of on the same <laughs> topic. You put on your Facebook page, you kind <laughs> of did an informal poll. I did. If, if Batman versus Superman came out the same day as, as Captain, Captain America. America Civil War, what would you choose to see first? And even though you, you, like I said, even though you vetoed it, all I was it was it was clearly at least on the Facebook page it was clearly Civil War. Mark, what's your Civil War? I would see Civil War first. Well, you know, being the guy that I am, I would have to go with Batman versus Superman because you got the Batman, you got Superman, you're going to fight each other, and just, 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 it's going to be great. It's just going to be great. Yeah, but here's the thing. Marvel has an established track record of making great movies. So you know what you're going to get. Have you seen Elektra? No, no, no. That wasn't a Marvel studio. That was Fox made Elektra. We're talking about Marvel Studios. Okay, have you seen Thor? Okay, Thor is, I think... (laughs) uh, Thor 2 was probably my least liked Marvel Studios Thor and movie. Thor too. They both sucked. Well, Thor was good because it introduced the character of Loki and Thor himself. So in that respect, it was good. Okay, did you not see Iron Man? Iron Man was really not that good either. No, no, Iron Man was very good. No, Iron Man 2 was, was a little Both was of them were rocky. really... All three of them. Okay, honestly. wait, wait. We're getting sidetracked. Okay, we getting are side- getting sidetracked. That's just me. Let's just talk about way. Batman versus Superman just real quick. Okay. Because really the only movie that we have in that DC universe, right, and based on that alone, there was things that I really liked about it, and there was things that I didn't care for. And so that's why I think there's a lot of trepidation going into Batman v Superman. I would agree with you. And Okay, let me put my bias aside, because everybody knows I'm the biggest Batman... Being the biggest Batman fan in the world, no. Um, putting my bias aside, I would go see Batman v Superman first for the simple fact that the only time you've seen this is in a cartoon which came out in like 1999. Is that a, the Apocalypse? No, 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 no. We're talking about, well, besides the straight to DVD movies, yeah, yeah. you only seen it on the Batman vs. Superman with the Joker and Lex Luthor on Kids WB. Okay. Then you've seen it in The Batman when the last season of that show. Then you have the straight to DVD movies. This is the first time you've you're seeing theatrical theatrical that Batman is going plus with Wonder Woman as an added bonus. So that's pretty cool. And it's not like the the trailers and the TV spots and say what you want about Lex Luthor, he'll get cynical when he's supposed to get cynical. You know. The movie looks amazing. Do not get me wrong. Captain Marvel has a great track record. They do. But I, I'm i not going to substitute something that I've been waiting all my life to see for something that I can... Well, I do have to say that the commercial they put out with uh, the Batmobile kind of bouncing off oh, Superman, Superman, that was awesome. And then mm-hmm. and then when you see the Will You, uh, you know, You'll Bleed, Bleed line in oh. context... Oh. That but, to me, that little thirty-second commercial was the best thing that they put out he, so far. Have you seen like the whole thing when Superman when he breaks the Batmobile and Superman's telling him, "You're dead, you're over." When they sign, shine your sign, do not. Go. Yes, yes, yes. Do that not was answer. Awesome. The that bat awesome. is dead, and that's when Batman's like, "Do you bleed?" <laughs> like, <laughs> like you just said, 
said all that and it's still do you bleed come on yeah what are you no, believe me, we're all going to be seeing it. Oh, I'm there the first night. night you know, you know cause, I'm going to midnight release. But if so. they, but if they both opened up at midnight on the same night, I'd go see Civil War. And here's why, why? I would, okay, why? That's what okay, I would. because you've got Iron Man versus Captain America. You got Vision versus Scarlet. Uh, you know, so it's like you've got like superheroes battling each other times five in in Civil War. <laughs> I think that's really why most people would. It's the safe bet. It's, well, you know, that's, well, you know, when you're playing poker, you should, you know. But right. anyway. Well, I, a little bit more on the Batman and DC right. uh, topic. Right. The uh, It was the 50th anniversary of the TV show. So, yep. Uh, which, Bam, you know. boom, pow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know if today's audience, if they're still as enthusiastic for the show. But really, at the time, that was one of the few, if... Only superhero shows, you know. Yeah. I mean, and and for its time, it almost like took it serious. You know, for its time. Technically. Some episodes. Because, you know, how things were watered down Down, back then, you know, more censored, you Mm -hmm. know. So to them, they took it serious. You know, and as a little kid, I took it serious. Oh, yeah. As a kid, I didn't realize how kind of jokey and goofy it was. I just thought. You you don't realize until you get older. Until until they, you know, they came out with the, you know, the the Dark Knight. Yeah, the uh, Tim Burton. Yeah, the Tim Burton. Dark Knight comic and the Tim Burton version. And then you're like, oh, this is getting a little darker. You don't realize that. Like, even when I was growing up and you would see the reruns, you watch it and you're like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? But, like, when you grow up and you're watching a movie, he's like, well, just some days you can't get rid of a bomb. And you're just like. And then but you the, you grew up with that movie and the Tim Burton movie at the same time. time yeah. so. See, we grew up at different times. So, well, I mean, you know, but still, to me, the, the 1966, even though it was boom and power, was still it was Batman. You know, you had to yeah. you had to take it seriously because it was Batman. yeah. But when you're watching the Burton version and that version next to each other, and you're experiencing them around yeah, the same time, you, you know, you're you sitting are. But I started like, with the TV show first, you did, and well, then I went to the when, Burn movie. Well, how, what was the time difference? Burn movie came out in 89. I was born in 90. So I was watching the TV show. I didn't watch the Burn movie till about probably about seven or eight. Okay. You know, so but by that time... Batman and Robin, it came out. So that was honestly the first one I seen, which yeah. was back to camping. I was just handed a note. There was also, I did not know this, there was a black and white Batman TV show in the 40s. The Serial. The yeah. Serial. I have yes. that on DVD. Yes. Oh, you do? Okay. I have it on DVD. Is it good? Or? It's, it's, yeah. it's exactly what it is. It's the Remember when we were talking about 12, uh, you know, the 12 Dream episode Cruise? Serial. Yep. Remember we were talking about the Dream Cruise? Yeah, yeah. And I was talking about the the worst Batmobile is the 1949 Mercury. Oh, mm-hmm. that's, that's the one. That one. Oh, okay, that's yeah. when, when the top was up, he was Batman. When the top was down, he was Bruce Wayne. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's kind of like Clark Kent with the glasses, yeah, with the glasses without, the glasses, without the, glasses. the glasses. Yeah. But back in the 40s, they did have Superman cereals. They had Captain, yes, Captain, Captain Marvel yeah. cereals. Yeah. Serial um, um, and uh, the Batman serial. Okay, but the Batman is yeah, the and Batman is, he's I was not fighting the wizard. With. Is this guy called the wizard? And, yeah, there was uh, no Joker or Riddler or Penguin no, in, in the serial. And it was my granddad who put me up on that one because that was the one he went to go see as a kid. So you had to go to the show, you pay your nickel, 
and every Friday you had to go a to the show episode. to see how he got it out was of always his a predicament. Yep, it was always a cliffhanger. You had to see how he got out of his predicament from last week and then watch it this week and it'd be another cliffhanger. Which influenced the TV show because right. they were always in a predicament, predicament that led to the, the, the And I think they aired those two times a week. I think they were oh, aired like Wednesdays and Thursdays. Okay. And yeah. the, the funny part the is, 60s yeah, yeah, when you do the cliffhangers is like the one he had to like blow torch his way out of the room so back then he didn't have the pockets on his belt so like you see the thing blow up and then like it comes back on the next week and he just flips back his cape and you know back then it was like this huge blow torch <laughs> like it's on the side and you're just like conveniently had that hidden away well, the like, 60s version did that there? too you're like this is the 40s well like, the 60s there? version remember when he'd pull out a, like a, a shield Dude, like a yeah like a shield and you're just like Hmm. It's like Captain Caveman. You remember that show where he yeah. pulls pull out, out, out of his hair? Out, and you're just like, that wasn't there when he ran it. And everything was fisticuffs and the music was start playing. And you didn't hear a boom and pop. You just like, Psh. yeah. And it was like, yeah. and it was like, duh. <laughs> I, I'll never forget it. it I, I watch them every night. All right, we got one more uh, DC note. There was some casting. Mm hmm. Uh, Wonder Woman's mother is going to be played by Connie Nielsen from Napolita. Gladiator. Gladiator. Yep. yep. And uh, which I and Captain Kirk confirmed that Wonder Woman is going to be a prequel to Man of Steel. Steel. Right. Because yeah. set in the forties. Yes. Correct. Set in the forties. So because I think that's... they're kind of doing the Captain America route where they want that retro feel to it. Her character and, really came about. And for there's World some World speculation too, so. also that. Um, that they've casted um, Amber Heard to play Aquaman's mm. love interest. I read that. Uh, yeah. I read She's that. up for the Mirror. part anyway, so yeah. I don't know if it's a done yeah. deal. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, I read that. She can be in whatever she wants. So yeah. I'll watch she it. She can yeah. be in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm casting right now. <laughs> right now. Casting. Call. <laughs> you don't even have to audition. It's a hard, it's a hard decision to make. <laughs> hey, that was a good one, Denver. <laughs> All right, let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about some awards. Uh, Golden Globes was last week, and uh, good news, bad news for sci-fi. The Martian was the best comedy. <laughs> that movie was so hilarious. Ricky Gervais <laughs> tore it apart. He said he tore the foreign press apart. He said, "What do you say?" He said that uh, that they were so great that you know. That movie, The Martian, that hilarious <laughs> movie. That movie was very funny. It was great. Yeah, getting stuck, stuck on Mars, that that's a hoot. That's a hoot, you know. That's a hoot. That's what you are with a capital H. Well, the, <laughs> the, the better news, I think, is that later in the week, what was it, Thursday morning, they did the Academy Award nominations, and Mad Max, Fury Road, got, I think, <sighs> 10... Nominations, nominations, including yeah. Best Picture, so that kind of makes up for, I think, the short shrift that The Martian got. Why do they, okay, uh, maybe I'm the only well, one well, not seeing why well, this movie is good. Well, The Martian did get nominated. Yes, it also got nominated. They got director. nominated. Yeah. But why, you know, I, why is Adam McKay there? I don't know. <laughs> I thought he did a good job. But I think Ridley Scott should be there instead yes. of him. Oh, I agree. And definitely. am I the only one that's not seeing why Fury Road was good? Uh, I think, yeah, I think so, because... It's maybe I'm gonna have to go back. I think it's one of the highest reviewed movies of the year. Mm -hmm. Rotten Tomatoes, it's got like a what a 98%, yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's been winning every award, you know, all the critics' awards. I mean, that's just because, uh, 
Who would ever thought that a Mad Max movie would be up for best picture? I know, I know, it's crazy. I, I think Hell's froze over. I can't wrap my mind around it. I refuse to wrap my mind around it because then, she had one arm and she was bald headed. Well, I think that was a big part of it was that there was a female lead That's in the just movie. Like mm-hmm. Then just one other Academy Award note: Star Wars did get five nominations. Unfortunately, they were all technical awards, so there was no. I think a few people were pulling for Harrison Ford maybe as a supporting role, but he hadn't really been. No, he's not in the in the the buzz or in the top. No, and I was thinking it could have been Best Picture. I mean, how many best pictures no. were there? Eight? And, uh, Only eight, yeah. And they so could have went up, up to, to ten. ten. Yeah. But the way they have to do it is, yeah, they have to get so many first place votes or something. Uh, yeah, there's some I don't weird. Think they should just keep it. They should just have it a flat ten. Yep. You know, just, just yep. ten, you know. I don't yeah, because if you Star can't pick Wars ten, if you can't picture. pick ten good movies out of the year, that's yeah. a sad. Uh, well, it was sad a sad thing. year for movie, well, movies. Not really. Well, I know it was t- for us. For comic we, t- we talked about it yeah. last time. It was, it was, a, it was a bad movie. For movie for comic well, yeah, movies, you know, yeah. Avengers kind of underperformed, and Fantastic Four was horrible. Well, we you know, although did you see uh, Michael B. Jordan definitely wants he wants to, to do, do another Fantastic Four, and I think that cast, if they had the right script, the cast is great. Could it's, make a great Fantastic Four movie. You know, I but never thought. I don't think Fox is going to do it. They just need to give it to Marvel. Yeah. They yeah. just need to give it some And not do an origin. Just just right. just, just do it. Yeah. You could yeah, do an origin do like in a flashback or something. Well, even if even if Marvel I don't understand why Marvel would strike a deal with Sony for Spider Man. I kinda get it. You kinda want it for Civil War, but the way you're doing Civil War, I don't see where Spider Man plays into that. Because he played a very important role in the comic book version. I don't see what you not Exactly, following. I, I actually, I, I think Sony was the one who approached Marvel. No, yes. was it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. They were like, try, try doing something with this character because we keep screwing this up. <laughs> well, Amazing Spider-Man wasn't bad. The first three sucked. Those, but those last, wasn't bad. The, yeah, they didn't really wait, need wait, to reboot the it. Sam Raimi movie sucked. The first three. Yeah. Well, the Spider-Man two was good. <sighs> Spider-Man aye, one aye. and three sucked. What well, generation Nick. are you called? Generation dumbass? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Spider-Man 2 oh, wait a was second. excellent. Nick. Spider-Man 1 and was okay. Yeah, Nick agrees with you that Spider-Man 1 was not very good, right, Nick? No, Spider-Man 2 Oh, yeah, it was horrible. Yeah. But Spider-Man 2, I think, is one of the I, best I, all-time no. superhero movies I wouldn't say ever the best. Yes. I would say it yes. was okay. It's in the top five. Yes. But, no, yes. Ever made? Yes. 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 Spider-Man Over 2. What? Over a lot. Over a lot, yeah. You got the Dark Knight. It ain't better than that. No, but it's no, up but there. It's in, it's up it there. ain't better than the Dark Knight Rises. It, yes. Oh, oh yes, hell yeah. Yes, it is. Oh, yeah. What? That movie was It ain't go- even better than Avengers. A Dark Knight Rises was, was... You should... Dark Knight Rises was very hit or miss. There was a lot of great parts to that movie. You need to take antidepressants to watch that movie. <laughs> really? Wow. You guys are... And Mark, I'd agree with you. All right, well, let's talk... I, 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 don't, I don't get it. You, this is just terrible. Let's talk about uh, one more uh, comic book related thing. We've got the... Uh, the Deadpool. Have you seen the billboards that they've been putting up for Deadpool? Hilarious. I haven't seen them yet. But, sucks. but the advertising is immaculate. They did a a Valentine's themed 
like rom-com yes. version of Deadpool that is just hilarious. It's a, what is it? it? Says true love never dies. dies. I've seen the commercials during the Bachelor. Oh, isn't that good? Yeah, yeah. it is oh, so, so great. And, and, but yeah. my favorite is the big, the big huge billboard that has the skull emoji, yeah. the poo emoji, and then the big L. L. Oh my god. Oh, I like the one. Great. It's a it's a meme. You know how they do the fake text message memes, and the girl <laughs> is texting her boyfriend. She's like, Oh my god, I really want to go see this movie, and it's Deadpool, and he's just like. Okay. <laughs> he's like trying to play it off. Twist like, my arm. Yeah, he's it. like, I don't think I'm going to be able to sit through this. She's like, please, please, I will go. You know, da, da, da. And he's just like, all right, I guess we could go see. And she's like, I'm probably going to cry halfway through. And he was like, I have no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> and good, I'm just like, good. the advertising for this movie, this movie can have a 5% on Rotten Tomatoes. But the advertising. Oh, I'm going to see, see it now. Yeah, for Period. sure. I don't care. This is marketing genius. It's, yeah. It's, but they're actually playing up to. Well, they the know they've got a little bit of an uphill battle because it's an R-rated superhero movie, right? Because there was, believe it or not, somebody created a petition to get yeah, Fox to that. release a PG-13 version, or they could just bleep out all the vulgar language. Which that yeah. would be hilarious. That would yeah, work. we talked about that last week. Yeah, we talked about that last week. This movie's going to have work. a lot of underage kids trying to sneak, sneak into in, it. Yeah. Well, my son, yeah. he's six years old. He wants to see it because he plays Deadpool the on game. the Lego Marvel. Oh, game. yeah. He's awesome. like, oh, Deadpool. So, so you're going to see a lot of irresponsible, irresponsible parents, parents. Yes. bringing their kids to this movie. And they're going to be shocked when they get, get there. there. And they're like, oh, it's shit. It's going to have nudity, you know, graphic you, nudity. You're just going to have that conversation. Now, we're going to go into this, see this movie. Do not repeat or do anything that you see on this screen. Well, when oh, Robo, when the original RoboCop came out, I was there with my uncle. Mm-hmm. I was, you know, mm-hmm. young Five. teenager. <laughs> but there was little tiny kids in the movie seeing RoboCop, which had, you know, which is one of the goriest, most violent movies of the 80s. It still today is yeah. extremely Just violent. when they kill him. And the dad who brought his his son to the movie was like, "Oh, I can't believe it!" Oh, and it's like it's an R-rated movie, dude. Yeah, like what do you what do you expect? What are you thinking? You know, but I can't I can't wait to go see it. It's just gonna be one of the ones. Like my little cousin's eight, and he's already. Can we go see Deadpool? No. Yeah, it's like no. Like, what am I supposed to tell you? Like, no. We, Wait till you, it comes on FX. Yeah, and, and then the you can, you know, TNT. You can see it. Then you can see it. But all right, let's talk about the uh, new movies and TVs this week. Mark, you saw Thirteen Hours. Excellent. It's one of Michael Bay's best movies, which isn't saying a whole lot. It was, since yeah, since half of them were Transformers movies. Transform- and okay. that's a conversation. Um, but this- oh, no, no. The, wait, the first Transformers was actually a very entertaining, fun True. movie. But then every one after that keeps getting worse and worse and worse. But anyway, that's my. I was saying, yeah, this, own two of them, this movie is a little hard. Can be a little hard to watch. It, it, it's very, very gut wrenching. Because of the violence, violence, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, and what these guys had to go through. Well, tell everybody what the the what basic the story is. It's I know it has it, something. It's to do about with, uh, the CIA post in Benghazi, Libya, and um, and they're on they they become under attack. Well, the actually the embassy becomes under attack in Benghazi uh, by the the indigenous you know local people because uh, they're rebelling up and everything, and uh, and so there's a secret CIA post. You know that are just a few miles away from the the 
embassy and they get involved to try to help the ambassador if you know if you know anything about the news you know the outcome no, of that i was just right. going to ask you that is it because uh, it's such a controversial topic because of all the the political aspects, aspects. yes do they go into any of that politics no uh, no okay so this is more okay. of just an action yes movie. yes okay. kind of leaves it open for your interpretation okay, you know because so there's drones going over during this whole skirmish during this whole invasion you know um on these compounds there's drones flying over and the government didn't do anything to help these guys wow yeah and it's but it's a it's a very action-packed movie but it's it's a little hard to watch um well it, the thumbs up. I mean, would yeah. you recommend so it's going it? Yes. Thumbs up or thumbs, thumbs up? up? Or thumbs to the side? Because they used to do that. Thumbs up. Or the middle finger? A thumbs up. Okay. Slightly, slightly thumbs up. Lightly thumbs up. Lightly thumbs up. Yeah. All right. Well, there was a new show right up our alley. They actually, uh, it's called Colony. It's on the USA yeah. Network. They actually posted a preview uh, about uh, a week or two ago, so you could have watched the pilot online. Okay. But it actually aired this Thursday night. Okay. The reason why I wanted to watch it was uh, it's from one of the showrunners from Lost. It also stars Sawyer who, so who, if from you're Lost. So if you're missing episode, you're going to... Get lost. <laughs> well, who's who's the female in this one? I I know I saw the Sarah ad. Wayne Callies from Oh uh, Walking, Walking Dead. Dead. Okay. What what the heck was her character's name? I was trying to think of it the other yeah, day. She probably died, right? Lori. Lori, I Lori, think. Lori. So. Okay. Yeah. She died, right? Yeah. 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 She was the they one where they that. were like not sure is she really dead? They just they didn't really see her dead body, you know. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. They do that a lot. <laughs> you know. So it's, but she's dead. So I they're think. the two leads in the show. Okay. And it's it's essentially it's an alien invasion show, but it's as if they kind of took it from the World War Two France perspective, okay. where the Nazis came in and they let people generally lead their daily lives, but they were run and controlled by the French Nazi sympathizers. So in this first episode, sort of like they live. It, it's exactly, <laughs> it's exactly like they live, except it's not a secret. Okay. It's almost like a sequel. Remember, at the end of they live, when yeah, everybody everything was exposed. Exposed. Right. So this is kind of like, okay, what do you do? You know, do once you there's this alien or... invasion going on. Um, so it seems like they're trying to take um, Fallen Skies. Yes, Spot. it's a it's a civilized falling skies. skies. Yeah, okay. so the aliens aren't there to wipe out the planet. They're there to kind of control, colonize the, the planet. Yep. Oh, are, are there Earth sympathizers? So they're sympathizing with what are we no, destroying no, no. the they, Earth or something? No, they want to take over the the world, but they're okay. not blowing it up and destroying it. Oh, they're oh okay. They're, they're letting, not doing the sterilization. No, no sterilization. like they live, they're letting people on the planet kind of live, live there their lives and, and okay. kind of control okay. things. Okay. So it, it's an interesting premise, and I got to say, the guy uh, who who who's producing it, mm -hmm. Carlton Cuse, he also does. Um, the Strain with Guillermo del Toro. That's a great show, okay. which I didn't mention last yes. week. Yeah, we we totally week. forgot about forgot. that one. I, say, I think we forgot about a lot of shows last well, week. Well, if we're going to talk about it, uh, there was also Mr. Robot, which mm -hmm. isn't really a sci-fi show, but no. it's very geeky. Yeah. It's all techy, and well, that's a great show. 24. We forgot about 24. Was that on last it, year? It was a miniseries last year. Oh, it was. Okay. Mini 12 episodes. Okay. Came out. I did not watch. <laughs> Rated very high again. They're coming out with another one without Jack Bauer. I don't know how that's going to work. but Okay. So uh, so anyway, 
Colony looks like it has the potential to be pretty good. Okay. I watched it. You know, I would recommend Sounds it. Sounds good. Yep, yep. And Sounds there's good. uh, and the, just coming up next week, I know there's just a bunch of returning shows, some new mm-hmm. shows. Super so girl. next week or next podcast, we'll talk about all of the great TV that's ahead in 2016. I just want to make a shout out. If you're not watching Supergirl, you need to start watching it now. Flying Martian Manhunter next Flying episode. Martian Man. If you are a Martian Manhunter fan, you will watch this. Does she wear a thong in that show? No, but it's a very nice, it's a very like, nice, it's it's shiny. Come on now, we're talking you know, about it. It's a kid's show. It, yeah, it really is. Damn. Superman, truth, justice, and the it's, American It's really, way. if Jessica Jones is the adult female superhero, this is the kid-friendly kid equivalent. Friendly, yeah. It's like, um, Cause there's not a lot quite of Teen Titans go, but it's there, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then did you hear that they killed the Teen Titans show that they were going to do yes, on TNT? I heard. And I so heard. in their place, we're going to get a bunch of sitcom, superhero well, sitcom sure. shows. Yeah, Did you hear about that one? No. Yeah, X-Men is doing one. They're well, doing no, a spinoff is, in the X-Men. This universe. is actually a DC show too, yeah. where it's all uh, – it, the premise could be pretty funny. It's all of these people that work at an insurance company in the DC universe. universe. So it's them dealing with all of the destruction. <laughs> yeah, you know? that would be great. Be so great. it could be funny, but yeah. there's well, not going to be a lot of superhero action in it. They need to do more stuff like that, like stuff that the different, normal different people, perspective. For the normal people. Yeah, for different yeah. perspectives. Sort of like Gotham did with mm-hmm. a different time period mm-hmm. and a different you know, focus. You know, uh, I think. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, go ahead. Well, I know. Nick, did you have something? Uh No. Brad, what about you? I'm just sitting over here listening. Um, Thanks, guys. Thanks. <laughs> I just, I know they're coming out with a spinoff. Well, it's not really a spinoff, but it's it's a Marvel show, but it's in the X Men universe. And it's going to be a TV oh, show. Oh yes, yes, yes. I did so hear about that. That's coming yeah. out. And, and then, I heard um, that part of that was there was some negotiations for some movie characters. Mm-hmm. I think that came into play. Yeah. Because Fox needed. Marvel's a pish, pish. Per, uh, yeah. permission to do a TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, so even though they own the film rights. Right. Uh, Which is, that's what I'm saying. You might as well. Well, there's a lot of X-Men if, characters in that right. universe that you could tap, tap into. And to me, if Fox and Marvel and Sony and what's the other one? Uh, Universal owns Hulk, right? I'm thinking. Well, Universal. The and film It's, it's kind of complicated. Universal. Yeah. And Marvel, I think, kind of co-own it. Own it too. Yeah. If it's a f- the joint movie, they both are in it. I mean, they it's Marvel. It's, it's, it's like, something to do with TV and movie rights and stuff like that. Like one, you know, Mar- like for instance, Marvel owns all the rights to all the Marvel cartoon characters. Okay. But the live action characters, they only own certain ones. Right. And it goes like that with like you know with. Uh, some of their other characters for TV, even their right. live act, even weird. their live action characters they own for movies, they don't own for TV. Right, but my point was, they if if Marvel wanted to do, Disney just bought Star Wars for four billion dollars. You're telling me you can't sacrifice forty million to try to get all your characters, at least you know to at least strike a deal with somebody. You know what I mean? 
with these studios to get all your characters? Because I heard the rumor that Civil War is supposed to have Infinity War is supposed to have what sixty seven Marvel characters. Yeah, in that's it? what they're saying. And yeah. I'm like, how are you going to get all these characters? You don't even own the rights well, to half of them. It's two movies. It's stretched out over two movies, right? So I would yeah. imagine they've got to well, pace there's themselves. Characters they have the rights to that they haven't brought into the universe yet. Yeah, but. And you know, you never know. the The TV character show characters could they be have thrown to they, bring. They're the going to bring. They're going to bring them in because they're they're gonna, Daredevil could be. Well, they're doing the Inhumans movie. back. Well, they're doing the Inhumans movie, so they have yeah. to bring Agents of Shield into it because well, they're heard, the only well, ones. No, I heard that they're actually going to keep the Agents of Shield. Agents of Shield separate from the Inhumans. You were about to say Agents of Shit. Well, you were Agents of Shit. Some people have noticed they've also on Agents of Shield have less and less um, tried to intermingle that show with the the, the movie universe. They keep on making less. Well, no, references. the Avengers they did yeah, but, the last but, Age of Ultron. The, there was a but a carryover. The, this season they haven't mentioned a Not lot of really things no. about what's going on. Yeah, in but the, wait till Civil War kicks in the gear. That's what I hope. I hope, oh, I hope you're right. But, you know, but I'm hearing. I'm hearing since they broke up the the the. the I forgot oh, the, the guy. TV and the film. I forgot yeah, the Jeff guy. Jeff Loeb runs the TV now. No, no, no. It's some other guy. Kevin Feige does. It's some the, other guy. It's not Loeb. It's, it's some other. Low. It's some other guy that that Feige used to have to answer to, and then I guess the the head of uh, Disney decided to break him up and just keep Feige in charge of the movie universe. And this other, I forgot his name, the other guy in charge of the TV universe because Feige didn't get along with him. Well, no, so there's it, there's Marvel Entertainment, which is the comic, which books, is the comic book, which was running. The movies, right? Yeah, they had their the hands movies. and the fingers in the but movies. But Feige is the one who runs, runs the, the movie, movie. But Jeff Loeb is the one who does the TV, and then there's Some Marvel Entertainment, guy. which is the comic books, and that's who they really wanted to spin off from. We'll see. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, you're right. Marvel like, Studios is now kind of working as its own independent entity see, yeah. away from the the but other see, divisions. The whole the whole thing about the Civil War is you can't do the Civil. How are you going to tell me that the Civil War, you start off the show with it being all one, and then the Civil War is not going to impact what happens on the show? Oh, no, it definitely is. There's no doubt about it. No That's doubt just about dumb. It. All right, let's talk about, let's wrap things up here, and we'll we'll talk first about Alan Rickman. Q, I know you're a big fan. Uh, what's your favorite Alan Rickman movie, uh, May He Rest in Peace? Die Hard. Okay, good answer. I was hoping that's what you were going to say. I mean, don't get me wrong. He was great in Harry Potter, which I'm not really a Harry Potter fan, but the saving grace of Harry Potter was Alan Rickman. He was awesome in Harry Potter. Awesome in Harry Potter. You know, even in Galaxy Quest, he was awesome. He was awesome. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But Die Hard. When I think for most people, Die Hard was the first time they actually remembered you I mean, know, I think Alan it was Rickman. his first movie. Actually. Oh, it was. Oh, I, well, that you know explains what? it. That then. explains <laughs> it. But it's just that image of him falling out the window of Nakatobi Tower. I think on every, motion. every slow tribute motion. I saw had that shot in that there. Shot. Yeah. But you know, for me though, like, I, you know? for for me though, my my favorite movie of his would be Robin Hood, the Sheriff of Nottingham. That, 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 that got a lot of love from that's the one that love. I was talking to. Uh, just his lines and how evil he was, you know. So Christmas, baby. Lock the tear your heart out with a spoon. <laughs> well, because to me, I never really cared for that movie, so yeah. I kind of had put that role in the you know in the back of my mind. But everybody keeps mentioning that no matter what. Alan Rickman was in, 
he was, was great. awesome. He's, he's he could have like, been in the p- biggest piece of garbage, but he, he was, was still awesome. great. You know, so. he didn't make a lot of movies either. I mean, he well, did. he did a lot of theater, so I know yeah, that was, was a lot, a lot of, of theater. movies because he was up there like with like Gary Oldman in, in, at that level. You know, mm-hmm. he he could have you know he if he made more movies, he could have had more diverse roles. Even though he did, you know, he didn't leave an impression on the cinematic. Well, no, know, he was great body. because he could do fantasy, he could do action, he, he could, could do, do comedy, he could do was, dramatic stuff. Yeah, you know, and Sense and Sensibility was a great movie, even though it's not really I this audience's show. Yeah. Yeah. The bottom in Galaxy Quest was um, there's a scene where he's signing autographs and the way he was like grabbing people's <laughs> photos, <laughs> he would just like his hand would just come up like almost like a snake <laughs> and grab the photos. <laughs> It was. It, that's what I'm saying. And one of the reasons I like Galaxy, I like Galaxy Quest because it's kind of reminiscent of Star Trek. But oh yeah, no, yeah. it's a total it's spoof a total, on the, total of Shatner and the crew, you know. But um, it's just his performance as the Mister Spock character of the ship was fantastic. Now there is a uh, I, just because I know most younger people, you know, to them. You know, he is Severus. Yeah. And there is a very cool YouTube uh, clip out there where what they did, uh, somebody went and edited all of his scenes from all, what is it, eight, seven, eight Harry Potter movies. And they kind of put it into one super cut. I think it's like 15 minutes long. And they reordered it in chronological order. So it's very cool. Um, and, And it just really goes to show you, like you said, that. He is he, probably the best thing out of that franchise. Of that fr- oh yeah, you know, because they were so smart. You had all these kids who no one knew, who were very mm-hmm. inexperienced. So they put like the best English actors around to them. surround them and kind of elevate them. And and a lot the of the roles great. that these kids are gonna get, those kids are gonna get after Harry Potter, are is because of the training they probably got on set. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, that's got to be a hell of an acting class. Oh I mean, God, just Maggie Smith, Kenneth Branagh. Michael Gambon. I mean, yeah, yeah just, just the list goes on. Every Gleason. great English oh, actor. Gary Oldman. Oh, yep. he was. He wasn't. Yeah. That was my, that's my favorite Harry Potter. Oh, yeah. Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah, that's yeah. the best one. And yeah. when he died, I was like, what the hell? It kind of, <laughs> it was, was so kind of like, off. I was sitting there and I was just like this. Yeah, I probably won't watch any more of these, but uh, like, well, yeah, know? he was the best thing in any of the Harry Potter yeah. movies up to that point, you know. And yeah. it's just sad. It's a sad. Uh, yep. It was a sad couple of days. And to uh, another 69-year-old British man who died of cancer, the uh, the great David Bowie. Q, hey. I know you're not the biggest uh, <laughs> biggest David Bowie fan, but for what? me, oh, man, him. that was that was a tough one to take, boy. Didn't he just uh, release an album that went he number one? He just had one? an album. He on just his birthday, the, album. Yep. the Friday before he it was died. His only number one hit, number mm-hmm. one album ever. Mm-hmm. And after he died, he was on Soul Train. He gets a pass. <laughs> yes, yeah. Well, and he was on Soul Train. His, a lot of his songs were sampled for you know other, for hits. other hits. Yep. yep. And uh, for He's me, a musical genius. What I thought, uh, why it was important to talk about him on this show was that you know, before Bowie sci-fi. You yeah. know, and, and still kind of today, it's a, it's a geeky thing. Mm-hmm. But Bowie had this kind of cool, hip, artsy, sexy, sci-fi yep. persona. You know, yep. he made it cool to, to be, be into space. Mm-hmm. I mean, Space Odyssey, Spaceman, 
mm-hmm. you know, uh, no, Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars, the man who fell to Earth. I mean, he just was one thing after another. another. You could tell he was a sci-fi fan. Yeah, he was like tell. rock and roll sci-fi, I mm-hmm. guess it would be the best way to describe it. And even the non, uh, you know, sci-fi stuff, Labyrinth, people love him. For Labyrinth, fantasy, mm-hmm. uh, prestige. Yeah, right up to the end, yeah. he was he acting was in, in great movies. Yeah. He was, um, and that was kind of an ex- uh, kind of a mysterious. Now, one of my favorite Bowie roles, even though it, it might be one of the more obscure movies, was uh, he played Agent Jeffrey Phillips in uh, Fire Walk with Me. Oh, okay, and he just had okay. a very brief role at the beginning of the movie. He kind of plays this dimensional traveling FBI agent mm-hmm. who kind of pops in and pops out. Um, but, you know, it kind of tapped into that whole persona of Bowie as being this otherworldly type of figure. figure. And uh, we posted on our Facebook page, I found this great uh, meme of uh, from, uh, what's the Will Smith? Men in Black. Men in Black. Where they're sitting at oh, the Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're talking about he, David, he, but he just he, went home. An alien. And yeah. w- well, Will Smith says, oh, man, did you hear about David, David Bowie, Bowie die? And, and Tommy Lee Jones responds, no, he didn't. He, he just, just went, went back home. home. Yeah, he just went or back just home. just went back to his planet. Yeah, he just went back home. Elvis. No, no, no. They were well, talking they, about, they replaced it. In the movie, it. they were talking about Elvis, but in they the meme, they're talking about David yeah, Bowie. I got it. I got it. Okay. And so yeah. it's just like David Bowie is, seems to be one of those guys, like a, a lot like Alan Rickman, that did just so many different things, things. and was around for so many different years that everybody was a fan, mm-hmm. you know, universally. Mm-hmm. So... You know, I just, not, not to end it on a down note, I just wanted to give those guys some love. So. I'll end it on a high note. Dark Knight Rises 3 comes out this week. Oh, it does? Yes. Now, is this the first episode? The first. Or the first issue? I mean, Dark Knight Returns 3 comes out I know, I was week. about to get oh, depressed so there for a second. Wait, 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 wait. So you're not talking about the- The comic the, book. Oh, okay. The comic book comes yeah, out this week. Yeah, but is it the week. first it's issue? It's the first issue. Oh, the first okay, issue okay. Comes for out some reason, week. I thought they, they had already No, I thought it started out. too until I went to the comic book store and they said, no, the first issue. This was last week. So okay, I gotcha. First issue gotcha. comes out this week. I will be there- to get it, read it. Well, I know, it, uh, Brad, one it. of the things that you wanted to talk about, uh, and we'll just squeeze it in at the very last minute here towards all the right end. All right there, Denver. Was uh, Marvel asked all their uh, readers to vote for their favorite uh, Marvel characters. And the thing that really jumped out at me was that almost all of the top 10 were female characters. Yeah, you know, I thought uh, our co-host on Comic Experience Sci-Fi was Zoe would love because number one was Miss Marvel, that's and I right, know that's, that's her right. favorite superhero. And I just thought it was very interesting that you know a lot of them were female characters. No, I think it was Captain Marvel. Captain was, Marvel was number but one. Miss Marvel was two. two. I know the female Thor was on that list. So. There was also. Uh, is there a female Wolverine now as yes, well? Yes, because Wolverine died. So. Uh, yeah, I can't think and of then her name before. Squirrel Girl? Squirrel Girl. I don't even know. People cool. are raving about I haven't read any issues, but people are raving about it. They say it's an awesome book. It's to show that there's got to be a lot of female readership out there now. Or That's a lot of guys great. that like looking at okay. female well, characters. We're not going to touch that. We're basement. Yes. Yeah, okay, um, those kind of guys. Uh, we're going to skin tight uh, outfits. Now, there was, I forgot to post it on our Facebook page. Maybe I'll do that after we're done here. But there was a really funny video 
about all of these women trying to recreate panels from various comic books. Mm -hmm. So they had real women mm -hmm. doing all the poses. Cosplayers? Or? No, no. These are just actual everyday women. Women. And then they would pick out a, mag a, a, a comic book. Like there was, a, I think, a Spider Woman pose where she was like up on the ledge of this building oh, and nice. her ass was in the air. Nice. And so they were like, okay, let's get some real people to try to recreate Great that. Days. And, you know, well, you of know course, the cosplayers was, can do it. It was impossible and, right. you know, didn't look Unless you're good into yoga. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. No, You'd have say, to be yeah. super buff and super yoga expert. Say, and, you know the cosplayers can do it. They probably at home practicing for Comic Con, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, some of those photos, those poses they do at Comic Con, Comic -Con are incredible. Amazing, yeah, you, you know they there? you know they have to pose a lot and practice in front of mirrors. Gotta love that. Oh yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah, I've just seen it. It's a good picture there. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna have to check the rest of those out in my mom's basement. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well let's wrap it up. Uh, thanks guys for coming, Brad, Nick, Mark, Q. Thanks for uh, thanks for hanging with us this ep this and episode. Thanks for having me. As one of the biggest Star Wars fans and Doctor Strange fans, I'd like to say goodbye to everybody. I just want to say thank you from our beautiful downtown Birmingham studios at Able Ideas. This is Brad Levin. Check out our uh, website, comicsbeerandsci-fi.com, our YouTube channel, our Facebook, Twitter. And Go on there and like us. And For that guy that was talking about me, I was watching. It was, it's the long story, but it was a TV behind the camera. I know I shouldn't have been looking at it, but I, I, just I was. Just respond on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On YouTube. I was, you got something coming. And then, all, as always, make sure to check out Able Ideas, all their comics, ableideaswithaz.com. And, uh, Mark, do you and, have any and final thoughts? Yeah, and check out the Easter eggs hidden in our Ant-Man review. So, everyone, go out there and check out the Ant-Man review we did back last summer. There's uh, Easter eggs? There's Easter eggs? Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's the <laughs> ticket. And you don't need to hang mean bastards, but mean bastards you need to hang.